Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi there, folks. Dr. Rob Zanet here, and welcome back to The Doggy Pod. Yes, welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm Dr. Rob Zanet's producer, Stephen Peters. What's happening well, Stephen, on this week's show, Stephen, mate? you stink. Oh. Okay. Well, not to me. It's all right. Not to me. Hmm. But yeah, We know each other very well. Exactly. So but to dogs, okay. you know, dogs, they, <laughs> they really get very worried about us because we really smell. To them, we smell quite badly. Um our armpits terrible, uh, our genitals reek, and uh, and our, our biggest organ. Now, hang on, boys, it's not not that. It's uh, skin is our biggest organ. It really smells, and we shed some fifty million cells every minute. I mean, this is why dogs can follow our smell because all these cells just sitting there. You can keep still as you like, Stephen. Right. You're shedding fifty million cells a minute, and dogs pick up all these smells. Uh, and yet dogs have such a fantastic sense of smell. We're going to talk about that a bit later on today. I was wondering where you're going with that, Rob. <laughs> um, also, we're going to briefly talk about, is there is there ever a time in your dog's life where it might need steroids? Mm. Not not for pumping iron or beefing up, but for medical reasons, of course. And there are two types of steroids, so we'll talk about those. Yeah, and also a little update. As you have uh, may have noticed, our, our doggy pod puppy is well on its way in as much as it's in the womb now, It's cooking. It? It's in, cooking as it, we speak. Uh, you might have seen, house. You might have seen house. on our Facebook yes. or Instagram some videos of the doggies actually mating, which is both romantic and bland at the same time. It was, <laughs> uh, there's not, wasn't a lot of thrusting about anyway without getting into too much detail you can see that on our instagram and facebook pages so what's the timeline from here rob uh, so the deed's been done the, yes and we hope that the puppy is in there being cooked mm-hmm. um we will know 
next week, probably in the, in a week's time, we'll find out. It'll hit the four-week mark. What does that mean? What uh, will we find ultrasound, out? Ultrasound. We'll find out if the female is pregnant. Ah, oh, so it still so, might not be. Oh, yeah. it's possible. Well, my friend, you know, not every time does it lead to babies, as you know, oh. as we all know. So we'll find out if she is pregnant in a week's time. We'll know that. That's four weeks from the mating. So three to four weeks, we usually do ultrasounds. But this uh, little girl lives out way out west from here, about three or four hours. So mm. they'll have a, an ultrasound done at four weeks. They'll have it done locally and send us some videos and maybe some photos of the ultrasound. Oh, that'd be nice. To see the babies in there. So if there's no babies, they've got to do it all over we again. We start again. We've, yes, we have to start all over again. And uh, I don't think Dad would mind that. He doesn't, but it, uh, as far as she's concerned, it's another six months away. Females only cycle every six oh. months on average. So it'll be a little while before she comes back into season and we start again. All right, we are crossing fingers for that. Now, in the meantime, yes, you are a working vet. What, what was happening this week in the, in the clinic? Oh, gosh. We had, always a story. Always oh, this story. one is stranger than stranger than life. <laughs> this is certainly much stranger than any fiction you'll ever read. Really, this little dog, his whole back leg, left back leg, uh, was scraped along the ground by an accident, and burnt a whole heap of skin off, just a whole lot. And the gentleman couldn't stand to take him home. And you know, keep bringing him back as an outpatient. Left him with us. This is some. This, this was. Hang on, how did the burn? How did the skin because, come off? Well, when you get scraped along the ground, it, you know, in a car accident. Oh, okay. It all just came off. It was right, really right. It just virtually sheared all the skin off, like a burn, like a gravel burn, mm. but a lot of skin. So much so, this was as I said last year. This was about eighteen months ago, and we kept this dog in and kept on redressing it and doing grafts and trying to get some of the skin to grow back. It was a lot of skin. And eventually, some 18 months later, the dog went home. We were so happy. And I said to him, please be careful with it. You know, just keep uh, looking after this dog. He's very precious to us. We we couldn't charge him all that time to keep him in. We did it because we love this dog. Mm. Just a lovely nature dog. Stephen, he came in the other day. The dog got out and he got hit by a car, and that same leg got smashed to smithereens. He got hit by a car? Yeah. Where? Yeah. How? How? Out on the road. We, yeah, how it happened, I mm. don't know, but uh, it did. So badly smashed, we had to amputate that leg. <laughs> we no. amputated the leg that had spent over, over yeah, a year all that... getting all the skin back, everything back, usage, everything was going well. It was like... Mother Nature said, no, you don't need this leg. The dog's never meant fine. To have this leg. He's very happy. Like he's running around three legs and uh, he will be kept in a very secured yard, I promise you, from now on. Oh, my but, God. Uh, can you believe that story? Like the same leg, the same leg got smashed so bad we had to remove the leg, had to amputate the leg to save this dog's life. It was just awful. There was no nerve supply to that leg. It was never going to be functional after that accident and we had to amputate the leg that we'd spent over a year saving that leg. Mm. Oh, the only thing is this dog is just so wonderful, so accepting of life. I mean, for us, yeah, we lose a, a finger or, or an arm or a limb. It's, oh, gosh, why me? And we have to have rehabilitation of mind and body. Um, this dog, 
They just ne- go with the flow. The next they? day, the next day, he's up and about. Yep, what's on now? Let's go out. It's, uh, I took him out for a walk on the grass. He was fine. He was really mm. good, really good. So thankfully, he has gone home now, and uh, he's very safe and secure, mainly in the house. So, Rob, I'm still getting my head around the, what did you say, 50 million, million cells, cells that you have just lost since cells. we started this podcast. Oh, no, every minute of, of this podcast, right. you're losing 50 million skin cells. Isn't that amazing? Wow. But Mother Nature replaced them, so it's okay. More amazing that somebody counted them to know it was 50 million and not 40 million <laughs> or 47 million or 58 million. Well, they don't just count that. There are all sorts of other things they count. For example, your sense of smell comes from little receptors called olfactory. Olfactory is to do mm-hmm. with smell. Olfactory receptors. Do you know how many you've got? Some 400. 400 receptor cells up your nose, up your schnoz, mm-hmm. so you can smell all sorts of things in the world. Isn't that nice? So how, how does do that compare to a dog then? It's not even a breaking wind. <laughs> Which is another smell. There you go. Dogs have th- up to 300 million receptors. Right. 300 million olfactory receptors, as opposed to our measly 400 receptors. 400 million? <laughs> no, no just, we've just got 400. Oh, we just have 400. They right. have 300 million yeah. receptors. They okay. live in a sense, the whole world is to do with smell. When they're born, all they have is a sense of smell. Yeah, and with that comes taste as well. Mm. But they smell their way to the mother's teat, and that's how they latch on. They can mm. smell the milk, and that's how they latch on. They're born blind. They're born deaf, but they can smell, and they're happy. And very often, as they get older, you know, blindness can happen, deafness mm. can happen. That doesn't worry them. It's it worries not the us. End of the world, yeah. It's not the end of the world for them. If they could not smell, that would be the end of the world. They would not eat. They would not drink. It would be terribly depressing. But so good is their sense of smell, of course. That, you know, people say, how does a dog know if I'm frightened or not? Is it, you know, sure, it's your actions, but it's more than that. When you're frightened, you release a hormone, adrenaline. It's, you know, mm, flight or f- it's called fight or flight. And the dog can smell it in you. He smells that adrenaline hormone. And if it's all of a sudden high, he thinks, whoa, what's going on? If the dog doesn't know you're a stranger and he, f- he feels that you've got adrenaline surging through you, oh, you're coming in for a fight, are you? Yeah, and, he doesn't know good adrenaline know. from bad adrenaline. Well, it's all bad. It's all the same adrenaline, yeah. fight or fight. And so they know from, from that. They can smell. And we try and fool them. People try and fool them. For example, um, people that are transporting drugs have wrapped the drugs up in plastic mm. and sunk them in oil. So they sink to, in, in a big oil tank mm. and then put that you know, with a whole lot of other stuff inside. The dog still can find the drugs. The, the dog is trained. To smell how, out the how, drugs, how, how, smell, yeah, 300 million cells. That's, well, didn't you say 400 million? No, 400 is us. 300 million <laughs> is – folks, just stay, bear with me here. I've just got to explain it one more time. Here we go. 400 for humans, 400, full stop. Yeah. 300 million yeah. for dogs. Okay. You can imagine the difference. Of, of, their, their life is so different. And, but there's also a difference in 
breeds of dogs and how they well, smell. Well, I was going to say, what's uh, we all know that that's what yep. dogs have because they do have, you know, frankly, quite big noses. Yeah. So uh, what would be the, we'll talk about what's the best and the worst right. smellers. Uh, say, uh, just one thing. Remember, mm-hmm. even the worst smeller is way <laughs> yeah. better than us yeah. trying to smell anything. They're still fantastic. So if I, if I put your your breed folks in the, in the not so good category for smelling, eh, it's still way better than we can do. Mm. Way better. But the, the best smell so who, is... So, yeah, who's at the top of the tree? Oh, the top of the tree is a dog that actually enjoys the smell of humans, which is unusual, mm-hmm. and that's the bloodhound. They, uh, their nose is just awesome. They even have their ears. You know, when they put their nose to the ground to find someone, to track mm-hmm. someone, their ears come down and funnel the smells towards their nose. Oh, those big floppy so, ears. Yeah, the, the big floppy ears aren't there just to be, you know, look cute. They're there for a reason. And so that's why the Basset Hound often runs second in the list of dogs that can smell. You know, they're low to the ground with those big floppy mm, ears. Mm. Um, the other one is the Beagle, same deal. And Beagles, you know, they, they get onto a scent and you see their you know, nose down, tail up, and off they go. And you, the last thing you see of your, of your dog when it's a Beagle is the white tip of its tail that you're chasing <laughs> through the woods. Um, you know, they'll get onto a scent and they will not leave it until they find that. And that's the thing about dogs. Because they have this, they have what's what's called um, a thing called neophilia. It's a, an attraction to new and interesting smells. Like if I said to you, oh, look over there, wow, isn't that interesting? Yeah, you use your eyes because you've got good eyes and you mm. see it. Isn't that interesting? To, to dogs, is hmm, smell this, this is interesting, wow. And that's referred to as neophilia. They have this attraction to new and interesting smells. So... German Shepherds are in the top five. Uh, they're in number four on the list. Speaking of German Shepherds, of course, that is that is going to be, as we said last week, the doggy pod. Yeah. So he Puppy waits. is a German Shepherd. Anyway, sorry. And he'll be going. doing a lot of scent work, that dog. And number yeah. five, they, they often put in the Labrador, who has a very good nose. But there's lots of others. I mean, yeah. and I don't think there's much difference between number 50 on the list and, and, <laughs> and number five on the list. You know, they're very close. The, the dogs have a little bit more trouble um, are the what's called the brachycephalic dogs where their nose is pushed in a bit. Oh, yeah. So there's folds of skin and, and it makes a, some interference running. Is so the bulldogs and the French. English bulldog is yeah. <laughs> always rated the worst smeller of the of, of really? dogs, okay. of domestic dogs. And he's still way, way better than any human, mm. way better. Uh, so all those other things, like the little Shih Tzu with its little squashed-in face, it will also not have great smells. N- not the best smell, but way oh. better than us. Still, still very good smellers. Pugs, definitely, you know, the same deal. All these brachycephalic breeds are in that. Yeah, you, you wouldn't go hunting with these dogs. Not bred for that. <laughs> so that's the way it is. All right. So is there ever a time? beyond, you know, needing to pump up at the gym and have other dogs look at you admirably. Is there a- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Every time where a dog, ne- dog needs to have steroids. Sure. And that's steroids are in two classes, two very broad classes. Mm-hmm. One is the pumping iron type steroids, uh, referred to as the anabolic. Anabolic is from the Greek word to build up protein, and that's what it does. It builds up protein. Anabolics build up. The other uh, steroids are the anti-inflammatories, the cortisones. They're catabolic. They break Mm -hmm. down uh, protein, but they're very powerful anti-inflammatories. So when people say steroids, sometimes they get mixed up as to which steroid their dog may have needed. Yeah, you don't necessarily think of uh, anti-inflammatory. As, that's right. right. As steroid, uh, yeah. And so if you have a tennis elbow, and even if you don't play tennis, mm. uh, the doctor will say to you, All right, you're going to need a steroid injection into your elbow. And that's a, a, a cortisone, an anti-inflammatory steroid, to take away the inflammation. Mm. Dogs that have bad skin, sometimes so badly inflamed that they'll have a, a, an anti-inflammatory steroid injection. A dog or a human that's in shock will have some intravenous cortisone intravenous steroid put into to their system to help them come out of shock right, so that's okay. the anti-inflammatory steroids which are used quite frequently anabolic steroids they're not used as frequently but still required in some cases they can help decrease the protein load on on the kidneys if you don't overuse them so dogs that have uh, some kidney compromise can benefit sometimes and ca- cats as well from having anabolic steroids put into them and the is other that just it's an injection I'm in, guessing. injection you can get them as tablet form but i prefer the injectables and then the um other time they use anabolic steroids if a dog's had uh, major surgery and is debilitated it'll help strengthen them and get them out of it and if they have a, a specific uh injury to a, a limb and they haven't been able to use it for a while so the muscle is atrophied a lot anabolic steroids can help bring that muscle back to reasonable state you'll never get it back to 100 percent. yep that dog agrees with me um (laughs) but you will get them back by giving some anabolics into that for a little while so yes we do use anabolic steroids in practice for uh, genuine reasons not just to but quite common is this something you would do pretty much every week well i would think yeah but it would probably be a maybe every fortnight or to a month month it varies from time to time but are they different steroids to human no, no, they're not, and uh, that's one of the problems we have to protect it. We put them uh-huh. on a, uh, we put them on the register to make sure no one's <laughs> taking them yeah, for social yeah. reasons, uh, and we report to the veterinary surgeons board that we, yep, everything's in, in line uh, with what uh-huh. we're doing. So, so you have to account for all the yep, steroids. Yep, exactly. All the anabolic steroids, we certainly have to account for them mm. because we want to make sure that uh, no one is abusing that. There's just no reason to be using them to to make yourself. Uh, look bigger. <laughs> People often say, why Marama? Well, 
they don't often put a question mark on it. But, uh, <laughs> Waimarama, yes. Waimarama, now I only mention that because uh, Rob and myself often chat about stuff that's happening in his clinic and as you can imagine, he's always asking me for advice and stuff like that. But, <laughs> but he, you had something recently which was really intriguing oh. with a Waimarama. Uh, Waimarama, yeah. is that right? Waimarama, yes. Marana. Waimarama. Yeah, yes. where you had some trouble, what, what diagnosing? Oh, well, it came in and it was... was it? It was this dog was in severe pain mm. and the, the gentleman came in and it was a bit of a sad story. He, his wife made him buy the dog a mm. couple of years ago uh, when she was diagnosed with cancer right. and she wanted the dog. Uh, they'd had one in the past. In fact, their first dog was a Wamarana many years ago when they got married. Right. Um, she passed away and the, the old man... Yeah, even took the dog to the funeral. They've been separated from the dog. Right. Uh, it's a link for him to his wife. They'd had a, a long and happy life together and that was pretty tough for him. But all of a sudden this dog was in severe pain and right along the back and especially in the neck area. So we thought, oh gosh, you know, this is not looking good for this dog. I was very worried that it had a thing called wobbler's syndrome where the bones in the neck pop up a bit wobbler a wobbler because they say they call it wobbler because the back legs wobble when they walk right. um but this dog was just in pain he wasn't wobbling he was just in pain we gave him an anesthetic which took him out of pain we also x-rayed the neck and down the spine and yeah looked at every bone we could and in that area every joint all normal it wasn't mm. wobbler syndrome and i thought oh gosh it's gonna you know, the other when you see this sort of pain so acute we looked for cancer. We couldn't see anything in the bones. Uh, and then we worried about any other type of things. Could it be uh, an, an infection in the spinal column, meningitis? You know, the meninges oh, yeah. uh, are three layers of tissue that cover the brain and the spinal co column. The, sorry, spinal cord. They protect it. Um, but there's, you know, in those tissues, there's, there are fine blood vessels if they become inflamed, that becomes meningitis arteriosus and it really causes a lot of pain. I thought, could it be he's got an infection in there? So we have to carefully, while he was knocked out, get some fluid off those and send it off to pathology. In the meantime, the man had gotten home, of course, and uh, he was to come back the next morning and mm. I'd give him some information. Blood tests, I rang him up that night. Blood tests, all normal. X-rays, all normal. Um... So I said, there's one last throw of the dice and I'm going to start therapy straight away for that. And that's an autoimmune disease. Autoimmune disease, Stephen. Auto is self, yeah, mm -hmm. your own body. Immune is your immune system. That's when your immune system starts attacking your healthy tissues. Your own immune system that's supposed it's to be... Attacking you. Uh, yeah, it's attacking you. Instead of fighting infection, they're attacking infections and foreign material that come in and even cancer cells... No, it starts attacking good, healthy cells. That's what an autoimmune disease... And as you can imagine, we've got so many different tissues, there are many types of autoimmune disease. And for me, this looked like it was going to be, I hoped, another cancer. I was hoping it was going to be an, an autoimmune um, meningitis, an aseptic meningitis, sometimes it's called... Which is treatable, I'm guessing? <sighs> yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, Very good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what I was hoping for. Um, and I said to the man, we'll, we'll treat it overnight, we'll see what response we get to therapy, 
while we're waiting for the, the blood test to, to come in to tell us if it is an autoimmune mm. And And there, there lies a problem because the blood test, you can have false negatives. Yes. And so it could be, it could say, no, the blood test, no, he hasn't got it, and yet he does have it. So the blood tests are a very good guide, but not always accurate in this case. And we'd given him a lot of pain relief, but now it's time to try and treat it, try and really hit it. And so we had to suppress the immune system. The biggest mistake that people make with autoimmune disease when I tell them, oh, your dog's got an autoimmune disease. Oh, well, I'll make sure I give him you know, some echinacea, olive leaf extract, and all these other things that boost the immune system. Well, I don't want that. That's the worst thing you can do to boost the immune system when you've already got an immune system that's active and attacking you. Yeah. I have to suppress it. So what do we use? In fact, we talked about earlier in the program, steroids. We use cortisone uh, intravenously, mm-hmm. and we also use other uh, immunosuppressants, the ones that are used often for cancer therapy, in fact. We use, uh, and for transplant therapies, we use auto... Uh, what, do you, what do you call transplant therapies? Uh, uh, like if you're doing a, in humans, if you're doing a heart transplant or a kidney oh, transplant, okay. right. you, you have to suppress the immune system. Otherwise, your immune system will attack the new organ. So you've got to keep your, you, you do match it, cross-match it as um, accurately as you possibly can, but your immune system will still say, mm, I'm not sure that you belong to me, mm. and they'll attack it. So they're on, people that have transplants are on immunosuppressants. And so this dog went on to an immunosuppressant plus cortisone, which is another immunosuppressant, so it was a combination of the two. And then we waited, and the man came in, and uh, he was there. You know, the, I was doing the treatments while he was in the waiting room. The girl said, look, there's a, the gentleman's outside, and... Yeah, he was, eyes were, were welled up and mm. he, he had tears running down. I said, just pop him into my room and I'll run as quickly as I can through these treatments and get to him. When I got went in there, he didn't even wait for me to say anything. He said, I've decided I'm not going to let this dog suffer. If Yeah, I, I've, I've got to put him down. I said, no, 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 <laughs> it's good news. It's good news. He has responded to therapy. But here's the, uh, the catch, unfortunately. He's responded to therapy at the moment. Autoimmune diseases never go away. Once you have them, you have them for life. Sometimes dogs are on medication for life. Sometimes they're only on medication for a few weeks or a few months, and then we wean them off to see if everything has settled down. But it can it can become inflamed again. It can your immune system can attack again. The other problem is often the, the second or the third attack can be even worse, and you can't suppress it again. So you're balancing a fine line. Do we suppress it or do we not? The gentleman was just over the moon. He said, oh, fantastic. I mm. couldn't wait to get him home now um, because he hadn't. Yeah, this was the only night since his wife had passed away that he'd been separated from this dog. And wow. so it had been a couple of years now and it was the dog and he had a, a fantastic relationship. Glad to say this dog has stabilised. Sometimes with autoimmune diseases, you don't need to admit them into hospital to stabilise them. Mm. And sometimes, like in this case, where we had no choice, he was in—he could hardly walk. He was so bad. I'm still frightened. Yeah, so it could come I, back. It yeah. could come back so easily. And this dog was so bad. I'm really frightened. We're, we're walking this fine line. I'll be checking this dog every week for a few weeks, and then we'll hopefully be able to... Not, I'm not going to wean him off the drugs for... Maybe 12 months, maybe forever. I don't know. We'll just wait and see. We, we'll probably keep him on one of the immunosuppressants. Steroids have a lot of side effects, like the cortisone steroids we're talking about. 
they do have a lot of side effects. They can affect the liver, they can affect kidneys. They will put weight on even if you don't eat anymore because you just retain fluids and you, you retain right. all sorts of things. So, and they want to eat more and drink more as well. We will wean him off these steroids at some stage, but we'll keep him on, on one of the other immunosuppressants for the, probably the rest of his life. I'm not going, just not going to take the chance with this dog. Does he have a name? He certainly does, Stephen. <laughs> what is it? The, 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 uh, I'm sorry, folks, but the, the wife named this dog and, and uh, she called him Grey. Now, it, Grey? Grey. G-R-E-Y or A-Y? I never asked that. I never asked that. But if you look at the breed, they're a silver grey colour. And so she called this dog grey. And I thought, okay. That was her sense of humour. And I guess we'll never forget her while this dog's around, for sure. Well, good luck, grey. All right, thank you very much for listening. It's that sad time of day uh, or night, depending on when you're listening, where we have to say goodbye. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, as you may well know, now episodes are out every two weeks, not every week, but every two weeks. And uh, we're going to keep giving you updates on the Doggy Pod Puppy. So right now we are crossing our fingers that uh, that there's a baby. Mm, or, let's hope so. We'll find out in, in a few the, weeks, and we'll let yeah. you. Well, yeah, we'll let you know on the next episode. Uh, no, we won't. No, we won't. We'll let you know soon. Enough yeah, as soon as we training. know, you'll know. You'll be on our Instagram and Facebook page oh, yeah. as soon as we know. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see you next time. See you, folks. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.